to St Tom's Online, please find the recording of this week's Sunday service. Good morning everybody. Uh, my apologies for being a little bit late starting, um, but I am here now. Uh, you have me, Julie, this morning, and so I'm just going to give you time uh, for you to just... Uh, log in so good morning julie and i'm sorry i didn't get to see you on friday but i have got your details so i will be in touch i'd love to catch up with you in person so i'll just give you all a little bit more time to uh log in um if i'm looking a little bit uh windswept i've actually been to the gym this morning so i um I'm here still in my gym gear <laughs> so um, yeah it's just lovely to see you all uh, joining us and this morning um, we are going to use Northumbria community let's turn my phone down so that I can see the lag so yes if you um, have the morning prayer the celtic morning prayer booklet um we are following through um the coleman set of readings uh, so if you're using the ibook or the actual physical book that's where we're heading this morning so good morning janet and deirdre good morning to you and alison is watching good morning alison janice good morning lovely to see you here as well wonderful it's always um as we all keep saying to you it's so lovely when we're talking into a screen um sometimes it's quite difficult to feel as if we're doing community and so the fact that you can see people saying good morning to each other um really helps good morning wendy have a special wendy hug wendy knows about special wendy hugs we used to do that at the 9.30 service on a Sunday morning. Um, of course, we can't do that now, even if we were in church, because we're not allowed to hug each other. So we have to have a, a virtual hug, um, Wendy. So anybody who's watching this morning feels that they need a hug, have a, a virtual hug from me this morning. Good morning, Judy. Good to see you too this morning. So, um, we're going to start with the um, well, just before the opening sentences, I will say, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Because indeed we are gathered in um, the presence of God. Father, Son and Holy Spirit all are present with us and uh, so as we come into their presence um, we are able to just spend this time setting ourselves up for the day um, ready to um, take the day on but pausing and spending time with our Father in Heaven before we get going. Some of us may already have got going and have already um, started with the, the chores of today. If you have, I commend you. If you haven't, don't feel guilty. It's fine. Um, 
if you're still in bed with your cup of tea and uh, you've got morning prayer there with you then bless you that's a lovely place to start before you've even set foot out of bed so oh lovely Norman and Angela are with us this morning good morning Norman and Angela whichever one it is um, who's watching or it could be both of you good morning to you thank you Julie she's sent virtual hugs back so that's lovely so let's start with the opening sentences one thing I have asked of the Lord this is what I seek that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life to behold the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. Who is it that you seek? We seek the Lord our God. Do you seek him with all your heart? Amen, Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your soul? Amen, Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your mind? Amen, Lord have mercy. Do you seek him with all your strength? Amen, Christ have mercy. And uh, now we have um, our declaration of faith. If you have the words in front of you, then do please join in with me and say the words with me together. If not, then just give a resounding Amen at the end. So here we go. To whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. And we have believed and have come to know that you are the Holy One of God. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ, King of endless glory. Amen. And so um, this morning uh, we're following uh, the readings that are set in Coleman. So I'm on my e-book, so it's September. And the date today is Tuesday, the 15th of September. And our scripture readings this morning. Oh, good morning, Emma. Emma's watching this morning. It's lovely to see you, Emma. Um, or not see you. You know what I mean. Scripture readings for today. So we're starting with Psalm 40, Psalm 40, verses 8 to 11. I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation. See, I have not restrained my lips as you know, O Lord. I have not hidden your saving help within my heart, I have spoken of your faithfulness and your salvation. I have not concealed your steadfast love and your faithfulness from the great congregation. 
Do not, O Lord, withhold your mercy from me. Let your steadfast love and your faithfulness keep me safe forever. Wow, um, what a beautiful psalm. Um, asking the Lord not to take his mercy from us. Let your steadfast love and your faithfulness keep us safe forever. And so, Father God, we do, we do ask this morning that you would keep us and our loved ones and those throughout our world today safe. And there's a challenge here in the psalm as well, isn't there? I delight to do your will, O my God. Your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance. In other words, it's not passive. What God is asking us to do and what this psalmist is saying he is doing or she is doing is that he, she is telling the glad news of deliverance. So not keeping it to themselves, but sharing the joy of salvation with others. And uh, for some of us, that's quite hard. We don't always find it easy to share our faith with others. Um, my prayer for us all is that God will give us opportunities today to share our faith and to make it easy for us to do. We're now um, looking at um, the Old Testament. So our Old Testament reading is coming from Genesis. It's chapter 32, verses 22 to 31. So Genesis chapter 32, verses 22 to 31. And um, this is quite a well-known passage um, and it's all about Jacob. The same night he got up and took his two wives, his two maids and his eleven children and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream and likewise everything that he had. Jacob was left alone and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him on the hip socket and Jacob's hit, hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, let me go, for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the man said, You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, 
please tell me your name. But he said, why is it you will ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is preserved. The sun rose upon him as he passed Penuel, limping because of his hip. Wow, um, yes. Moses met uh, God, but God was in the flame burning bush. But here we have Jacob, who is given a new name, um, Israel. Um, and he is actually wrestling with God. We presume God has come in human form and they are wrestling together. And in the end, God had to knock um, Jacob's hip out of joint. He had to dis dislocate his joint to get him to submit to him. But does Jacob submit? Mm, not really, because he still challenges God. He says to God, no, I won't let you go until you bless me. Um very brave man um, but God obviously knew Jacob he had created Jacob in his mother's womb if you want to know the story then uh, go off and find out what happened um, and he is setting Jacob up ready for um, a journey and ready for a job a really important job that he's giving him and so um, he gives him a new name and the name is Israel and it means the one who strives with God. So um, there we are. Um, what does that tell us today? I wonder, have there been times when you have been wrestling with God? when perhaps you are trying to decide on a course of action and perhaps you think you know what course of action you want to take but you end up having sleepless nights over it and you're wrestling with your conscience over it and i wonder um our conscience, where does our conscience come from? I believe our conscience comes from God. God created me. He knitted me together in my mother's womb. So therefore, he gave me my conscience. So when I'm battling in my head about making a decision and I'm having self-talk with my conscience, I believe I'm having self-talk with Father God, but also sometimes self-talk with the enemy. And so um, when I'm wrestling over a decision, often it's because I need clarity. I need to examine it from all angles 
but then often what I need to do um, is actually to give it to the Lord and ask him to help me to see what the answer is and often that involves waiting and I am not very patient so I find waiting very hard but just recently God has shown me that if I wait then he will answer my prayers and um, I, I'm not going to give you an example of that because it's very personal um, but um, I just know that I really wrestled with God over this and, uh, and the enemy was trying to have his uh, say um, but I feel peace now because I waited and God has brought the answer um, so praise God for that and my prayer for you today is that if you are wrestling with something by all means go and seek um, a good friend a good faithful friend who can pray with you and can help you um, to arrive at a decision or just wait on the Lord and continue to pray and ask for the answer. So now we move on to Matthew. So we're now in the New Testament and we have a piece called Matthew, I from Matthew, and I love this bit. This is one of my favorite bits in Matthew's gospel. There's lots of bits, but this is one of my favorite bits. So it's Matthew chapter nine, verses nine to 10. As Jesus was walking along, he saw a man called Matthew sitting at the tax booth and he said to him, follow me. And Matthew got up and followed him. And as he sat at dinner or reclined, as they did in those days, in the house, many tax collectors and sinners came and were sitting or reclining with him and his disciples. So just two verses, but what does it tell us? That Jesus loved tax collectors. Now, do we love the income tax people and the inland revenue? I think we can all probably say there are times when we really do get quite annoyed about the amount of tax we pay. I'm one of them, especially when I discovered that I was going to have to pay tax when I started to receive a pension, which came as a bit of a revelation to me because I thought I've already paid my tax when I was earning the money. Now I've got to pay the tax when I'm receiving the money as a pension. So yes, it came as a bit of a shock and I have to say I was a little bit fed up about it. But Jesus said, when he was asked about whether we should pay our taxes, Jesus said, you pay under Caesar what is owned under Caesar. Um, so he asked us to pay our taxes to the relevant authority. If we didn't pay our taxes, we wouldn't have a national health system. We wouldn't have the roads and all the work that goes on with the roads. We wouldn't have all the help we're getting uh, with regard to COVID. 
Now you might agree, disagree with all the politics, but at the end of the day, if we don't pay our taxes, then um, we, our country would be in an even more sorry state than maybe you think it's in at the moment. So there's the first thing. The second thing is that Jesus loved the sinners. It wasn't just the tax collectors, it was the sinners. And we don't know who those sinners were, but we know the tax collectors were despised by the um, Israeli um, people because they were ta collecting taxes that were going to the Romans. But there were sinners. There was anybody, anybody who just wanted to spend time with Jesus. Can you imagine just being invited to go and sit and recline with him? Um, yeah, I just wonder what the conversation was around the table. And in actual fact, Matthew tells us a bit more about that. But he welcomed everybody. And today, Father God still welcomes everybody to his table. Um, it doesn't matter your faith, your, your creed, your colour, whatever, wherever you are, God welcomes you through his son Jesus, who died on the cross, three days later was resurrected, spent time talking and sharing God's message with followers and with strangers before ascending into heaven. On the day of Pentecost, we received the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit is with us now. And so my prayer is that if you are at a place where you want to ask the Lord into your life, it's very simple and we're going to do it now. Father God, we just pray for anybody today who may be watching this now or may watch this at some other point in time. Father, we pray that you will welcome that person into your kingdom. Father, we pray that you will forgive them for anything that they have done or thought that is not good. It may even be unlawful. They may have a problem with addiction, alcohol, drugs, pornography, they may be feeling completely isolated and alone. So Father, would you forgive them their sins and would you welcome them into your kingdom? Would you send your Holy Spirit now to fill them afresh with your love with your peace and with your compassion. Would you wipe away their tears? 
would you hold them close and Father, more importantly, would you help them to find somebody else who has the Christian faith, who will help them to move forward with their belief. Thank you, Father God, for accepting this person into your kingdom. In Jesus' name. Amen. So indeed, if that was you, we do trust that you will find somebody nearby who you can share your decision with, another Christian who you can talk to and who can help you with your walk of faith. And so we now go to the um, to the um, I can't think what it is. What is it? It's the meditation. Um, and it says this. Be open to the night. Pray with open hand, not clenched fist. Shapes loom out of the darkness, uncertain and unclear. But the hooded stranger on horseback, emerging from the mist, need not be assumed to be the bearer of ill. The night is large and full of wonders. That meditation was written by Lord Dunsany. And it made me think about wrestling with God that um, more often or not, it's during the nighttime hours when I'm awake and I'm wrestling with a decision. Um, and as I mentioned, sometimes um, the night can be full of night terrors. It can actually be quite disturbing, but actually we can also pray and ask God to be with us and to reveal himself with us. So the night isn't always about um, distress and difficulty. It can actually be a time of revelation and a time of spending time with God. And I often find that if I'm not listening to God and I'm not spending an awful lot of time with him, then what he does is he wakes me up at three in the morning and says, Julie, we need to talk about this. And so um, I'm awake and often I find that I need to turn to my scripture or I just need to lie and listen and just be with him. So, um, just having a look. Yes, it looks as if Julie Winyard was um, talking about taxing pensions. And yeah, yeah, she's also wrestling with some decisions. So, um, so let's move on. And we're now at a time of prayer for others. 
so let's start with wrestling with decisions shall we father god i pray now that you will be with anybody today who is wrestling with making decisions I personally am wrestling with decisions with regard to my mum and her care and so Father God I'm trusting in you today that you will help me and those around my mum who are caring for her to make the right decision uh, for her continuing care needs. Father, I pray for anybody um, who is struggling with making decisions. Father God, I pray for Julie, um, living in Borgeswick in Suffolk. Father, I pray that you will be with her and that you will enable her to wait on you and to receive revelation which will help her to make her decision. Father, we know that revelation can come from someone else, another human being. So Father, I pray that she will have discernment and she will be able to discern what is the right choice. And often, Lord, we can be faced with choices, but actually you leave it to us to decide the course of action. And sometimes you don't give us a strong revelation or a strong um, discernment towards one or the other. And often in those times, you're just giving us a personal choice. And it's just up to us to choose. And so, Father, I just pray for anybody who's chosen to ask you into their life, that they will seek you out and seek out others who can support them in moving forward in their faith and would you send people to support those who are trying to make difficult decisions and father would you make it abundantly clear um, what your wishes are and if it's not father we thank you that we have freedom and that we can trust in you but we are free to make choices ourselves and that you don't bully us into making choices. And at the end of the day, when we make that choice, you don't leave us, you don't abandon us, but you continue to walk with us so that when we meet difficulties, you are there alongside us and to help direct our paths. You help us to look ahead. You help us to discern our next steps. 
but you never force us and you never bully us. You always give us our free will and we thank you, Father, for that. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if anybody else has anything else that they would particularly like prayer for this morning, um, then please um, put it into the comments field. Um, we won't necessarily pray for those here on morning prayer, but it's just another way of actually offering your prayers to the Lord. Um, you can even just write your prayer down on a piece of paper. Um, you can just hold it in your heart. But the Father does hear um, our prayers, however we utter them. And sometimes we don't even have words for what we are praying. And all we can do is cry. And through that crying out to the Lord, the Holy Spirit interprets those cries so that the Lord hears what's on our hearts and what's in our minds. So be assured that God is listening. And now let's pray the prayer that Jesus taught his friends and his disciples those 2,000 years ago. I'm going to say the traditional version. Um, feel free to say whichever version um, you're comfortable with and in whatever language you are comfortable with. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. Julie, I have seen your prayer for Haini, Amy, who has lost her faith. So, Father God, we just pray that you will be with Julie this evening as she spends time talking to her. Father, would you open the doors to Amy that she will be willing to talk to Julie. Father, would you prepare her heart to receive what Julie has to say. Father, would you give Julie the right words to say to Amy. And Father, by your Holy Spirit, will you draw your loving daughter, Amy, back into your fellowship and your presence and your love. And whatever hurts and ills have befallen her, Father, I pray that you will help her to move forward and to uh, get help. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. So now, as we finish, let's say the canticle 
together. Christ as a light, illumine and guide me. Christ as a shield, overshadow me. Christ under me, Christ over me. Christ beside me, on my left and my right. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Be in the heart of each to whom I speak, in the mouth of each who speaks unto me. This day be within and without me, lowly and meek, yet all-powerful. Christ as a light, Christ as a shield, Christ beside me on my left and my right. And then I'm just going to pray this prayer of blessing over us um, before we depart. Um, may the peace of the Lord Christ go with you wherever he may send you. May he guide you through the wilderness, protect you through the storm. May he bring you home rejoicing at the wonders he has shown you. May he bring you home rejoicing once again into our doors. And I pray that specifically for Amy this morning. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. So thank you very much for joining me this morning um, at morning prayer. Um, Sean or Abby will be with you tomorrow morning and then on Thursday, um, well it could actually be Ethan tomorrow morning because tomorrow being Wednesday, um, or and then on Thursday it will be either Abby or Sean um, because I'm stepping down from morning prayer just for a little while on a Thursday and um, this is why I've uh, covered for uh, Sean and Abby this morning. Um, because I'm going to be spending time in Bury St Edmunds with my mum and my prayer is that mum will be able to come home and that I will be able to be with her while we assess um, her care needs and while we um, get everything together for her. Um, so that decision is pending at the moment and so I, if I could ask you just to pray that I will be able to go and see my mum on Thursday at the care home and tell her that I can take her home. That's her deepest desire and I want to be able to do that for her but I am relying on um, our wonderful social services um, and our brilliant National Health Service uh, to enable that to happen. So um, I know you've all been supporting me with prayers for my mum and I do thank you for that. So if you would just hold that um, to the Lord for me, I'd really appreciate it. And it won't be long before I'll be back doing morning prayer um, but my wonderful team are just giving me a bit of time out uh, just so that I can focus on mum. 
So God bless you all. God bless your day. And I look forward to meeting with you again um, on morning prayer, even if I'm not leading it. So God bless you all. Bye bye.